Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yon, another assumption I made was because of the power dynamic, it's never okay for a man to push, but it's okay for the woman to do so. Doon ako, nagka-light bulb moment na parang, oh, oo nga, no? if I expect the same from me, I should be do- giving the same respect. Now, when he says no, it's a no. Hi, I'm Dr. Rika Cruz, Puma Podcast. I'm a sex and relationships therapist. And for years, I've listened to women talk about their self-doubt, apprehensions, and insecurities in sex. And what I tell them is this. You're okay, you're normal, and your story is my story. I want us women to enjoy sex, to see sex as something good, and to own our womanhood in and out of the bedroom. Kaya dito sa conservative ako, kahit di naman ako conservative, we'll talk about everything you've always wanted to know about sex and female pleasure. Let's help each other embrace and unleash our inner sexy goddesses. In the last episode of Conservative Ako, we continued our discussion about consent. That time, with educator and counselor Christina Panghilinan, who told us the ways she teaches this concept to her kids from a young age. Today, we'll wrap up this topic with our guest, Hallie Fernando. She's a yoga and meditation teacher who hosts another Puma podcast show, Meditation Muna. Her story includes one of experiencing sexual trauma. Given these... Let's find out what consent means for her. So for me, consent is allowing a person to have agency over their body. And uh, for on my end, it's the same. So that person that I'm dealing with, whether it's in the bedroom, whether it's in the real world, well, the bedroom is the real world, <laughs> but I mean the outside world. Um, Sometimes it's a no. Uh, fantasy. Fantastic too. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, yeah, it's having agency over their body. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you want me to talk about already, like how I see consent, like in my classes. I yes, can. actually. We can talk um, about that, given that it's what you do. And of course, it's what mm-hmm. you experience and what you observe for other people. When you start a class, you always ask, Pag in introductions, you can say something like, oh, I offer hands-on assists, but if you'd rather not be touched today, please raise a hand. And parang ginagawa to pag closed yung eyes ng students so that it's a very personal choice. And you always take note na, okay, itong student ayaw magpahawak or ayaw magpa-assist. 
So that's one way. Another way is, so I teach a lot of students with limited mobility. One of my students experienced a stroke, so she's left side paralyzed. You know, in our in our minds, no, it's very easy to, or parang yung job ng caregiver, anayirapan siya, buhat ko na siya. But we never ask, diba? We never ask na, do you want me to move the chair for you? So, naging conscious ako na, okay, just because she can't move doesn't mean gusto na niya ipagalaw yung chair for her. And then I noticed, yung student ko, so she's in her 70s. And parang the first time I asked her if, oh, tita, okay na po ba? Gagalawin na ni caregiver yung mesa or iaayos ka niya, ipoposition ka niya mm-hmm. kasi she can't sit up on her own. And parang at first, when I first asked her, a confused look, parang, mm-hmm. why are you asking me? Just na-realize namin, no one had ever asked. In the five years that she had been paralyzed, no one has ever bothered asking if it was okay to move her. But parang, di ba, it's so basic na it's your body. Of course you should ask. Pero in our minds, that's caring for someone eh. Di ba? Na parang, I will help you. Let me help you. But they should be able to have agency over their body. Another thing that I never assume in a yoga class, and I, I try not to assume, is if there's someone, so konyare sa yoga class, they already said, no, it's okay. You can offer me hands-on assists. I have two options. You'll come close. You'll look at them so they know that you're going to touch them, and then you move the arm. Or I can say, this is your arm. Touch my arm. So versus a passive mm-hmm. assist, parang, oh, I do the movement. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will move my arm to yours. And for me, there's a big difference. And to an mm-hmm. outsider, it may look like it's very small. But to me, that's huge. Na you give mm-hmm. them the power to adjust or not adjust. Diba? So, so yeah. it's giving them the choice. It's giving mm. them to consciously decide on what yeah. they want to do. And at the same time, knowing that they can do it because they're the ones. It's their agencies that are mm-hmm. um, acting on it. So these mm-hmm. are your experiences in um, your yoga classes as a teacher. I want to know now how these experiences translate to you as a woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the bedroom or outside the bedroom, in the kitchen, in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So quick background, I have a history of, of sexual abuse. And I didn't realize that that was really affecting my relationships or refusal to get into relationships. Um, mm-hmm. And I was very lucky that I ended up with who I ended up now. So I'm married. And when my husband and I were dating, I remember... He would always ask, "Oh, what do you want to do now?" And parang like, "Hello, obvious ba?" Or like, "Ano ba yan? Can you just please take the lead?" And it took me a while to realize, na parang, "Oh, I've just never been asked before." It's it's not that you don't know what to do or that you don't know how to take the lead. It's that you want me to tell you what you want me to do. Parang, oh, eh. I didn't realize this was even an option. 
So that was, I think that was the first, my first experience with it. In the home, our chores are very split. Although, siyempre <laughs> may mga chores na ayoko talaga gawin, so parang ikaw yan. But mm. there's, kumbaga, it's not divided according to gender. Yeah. Na tipong, ah, dahil babae ka, ikaw yung magluluto, ikaw yung maglalaba. So it's more uh, of a fair, diba? There's, mm-hmm. there's fairness in terms mm-hmm. of how you divide your chores. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think also really important is hindi siya divided according to who makes the money. And I think mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. another trap we fall into na if it's oh, not yeah. gender, it's ah, ako yung nagtatrabaho, ako yung malabas araw-araw, so ako yung, ako yung magre-relax na lang. Ah, yun, also. Parang we've made it a habit na, oh, check-in, kumusta? Oh, super pagod, pwedeng ikaw na yung dinner. Okay, got Mm-mm. it. It's actually nice to, to, to be able to experience that and Mm-mm. to have that kind of balance that you don't have to think about. You know, I'm a woman, this is what I should do. It's more mm-hmm. of, I have a choice, and now I'm being asked about what I want. And I also have a say whenever I don't want to do it. And I think mm-hmm. the, the thing also is, uh, for me, about consent is you should never assume mm-hmm. based on what, whatever, based on gender, based on, like I mentioned, how much you make based on um, past Energy levels. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Na parang we have a very open discussion uh, around sex. And mm-hmm. actually, I... Na, <laughs> may nangyari na before na parang ako, ako yung... Sige na, please. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm really tired. And parang I, I remember... Eh, kasi ako rin, parang meron talagang times in the months na in the month na ayoko talaga right mm. parang I, I just mm. because of my cycle hormones whatever yeah yeah so I remember there was a time na we bihira total <laughs> ngayon na kasi uh-huh. this is not going to happen again anytime soon and she yung next time I'm I'm really tired and I remember mm. parang medyo nag less tampo and more nagtantrum <laughs> and he said this is kind of unfair because I never push you when I want something. And dun ako na, obvious ba? Obvious ba kung sino yung mas kind in the relationship? But yeah, no. I, I, know, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so, dun ako na parang, oh, shocks. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, an- yun, another assumption I made was, because of the power dynamic, it's never okay for a man to push, but it's okay for the woman to do so. Mm. And dun ako, dun ako light bulb moment na parang, oh, oo nga, no? if I expect the same from me, I should be do- giving the same respect. Now, when he says no, yes. it's a no. Mm-hmm. And that was a light bulb moment because we don't think about it. It's always the other way around na it's the woman who's supposed to give consent <laughs> yeah, that's actually a very, very good point. Um, because I see that in my practice as, as well. I mean, there are women who complain when their husbands do not want to have sex. And then they start feeling rejected. They feel that they're not desired, they're not loved. And then they make it about themselves that not I'm not as pretty because 
I was rejected once. But then, oh. we should put things in perspective and say that, okay, baka naman talaga, pagod siya, di ba? And if pagod siya, he can't perform, he can't get it up, it won't be, it won't be good for the both of you. So, yeah, that's a good point. It, it's really more on fairness. Paano mo gusto ikaw tratuhin? Kailangan ay ganun mo rin tratuhin yung asawa mo o yung kasama mo. So we don't have kids, but I have a nephew uh, through my sister. And I remember, ito talaga yung turning point ko for consent. And I think when that happened, I was more aware about it, even with my students, with myself. So I remember my sister, um, at that time, her son was about one. So we were tickling him, yun yung harutan, laro-laro, and sobrang lakas ng tawa niya. Diba? Tapos ang sarap ng tawa ng baby. Mm-hmm. So, tawa-tawa. And then, meron lang little body language that if it wasn't pointed out, I would have continued tickling him. Pero parang biglang, ah, ayoko na. And my sister mm-hmm. said, o oh, tama na, tama na, he already said no. And then I remember my mom was like, Sige pa, maglaro pa. And, she, and she said, no, he already said no. Umayaw na siya. And I was like, oh, oh, nga, this is where it starts. Na parang, yes. It's so easy, especially for kids na, diba for us, hindi tumatawa pa siya eh. Siyempre tumatawa mm. sa kinigiliti mo eh. Kinigiliti mo, oh. But, <laughs> but Diba? Parang, you don't even think about that. I never thought to ask. I never thought that children should be asked what they want. Mm-hmm. But it makes total sense. Like, why wouldn't you if you expect it of adults, if you expect it for yourself, diba? Like, Bob moment. That's true. That's true. Like what you said, that it starts um, at home. Even in um, this issue, the consent issue, the body issue, diba? In our culture, we're always taught na, okay, you go hug your tito, uh, kiss your tita. When you say no, no, you go hug. So that mm. in itself means a lot of things. And that's why when we get older, when uh, someone asks us to touch them or hug them or be intimate with them and we don't want to, there's this part of us that remembers that, okay, but I have to. Or lalo na yung, parang ang toxic rin ng, dahil siya yung mas matanda. Diba? <laughs> na parang, uh, I have to yes. touch him because he's older. What? That narrative is so fucked up and that's how, well, that's how abuse happens. That's how mm-hmm. molestation happens because there's this kind of sexual entitlement that you give mm. older people, men, you know, even mm-hmm. other women. And, and yeah, because of that, even when we're younger, when someone touches us or someone, you know, makes us do something that we don't want to do, it becomes okay from mm-hmm. that lens. It becomes, ah, uh, yeah, I have to do it. And even when we get older, you know what you said, Kanina, na with your husband, a no is a no. And it's good that you have that. But for other people, when they get older, we have this um, notion of sexual compliance. 
where they feel that they need to do it. There's consent, like it's okay for them to do it, but deep inside, it's not okay. So it's a very thin line. I had to unlearn that. Um, nangyari mm-hmm. na yung yun, um, compliance that I felt like I had to. And then masama mm-hmm. yung loob ko. So it showed. And siya yung nagsabi na, eh, ba't ka umoo? Eh, and yun nga, yun nga, learning process. I mean, this was very early mm-hmm. in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Na parang, mag-ayaw mo? Sabihin mo, ayaw mo. So yun, it was very much a learning process. And of course, di ba, body language rin na parang, oh, I'm, I'm just, ayun yun rin, parang when I say no, may follow-up question yan. No because you're tired or no because you're not in the mood? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, pag no tired, yun yung okay, sige, hard no. Pero pag not in the mood, my follow-up I'm... question is yan. So what can I do? <laughs> yeah, do you want you me to mood? do something to put you in the mood? Pero ba? Nakakatawa But I think it's a very healthy discussion. It is, um, it is. Pero, yeah. <laughs> and daming follow-up questions. No, because that's also part of what we call sexual communication. Tumatawa ako with you kasi that's also how I do it with my with my partner now. It's really a negotiation <laughs> na we have a scale. So, is it like a, a 10 no or is it a 5 no? <laughs> is there room for negotiation? Yes. I want to know if it's okay with you. You did say that you had a history of uh, sexual abuse. So how were you able to move past from that? Or what was the process for you? Okay. Long, super Mm. long process. So when it happened, I was 15. I knew it happened, but didn't talk to anyone about it, pretended it didn't happen. And then I remember fourth year high school, health class, the topic was sexual abuse, rape, etc. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, shucks, was that rape? But at the same time, no one talked about it. So in my head, the yung mga taong nagagahasa, Ayan, sina Sisa. Diba, yun yung nakikita natin, nababaliw sila, or nagtapakamatay, or in the news, yung blurred yung mukha, and yeah. then nagwawala. So yes. there was such a disconnection, na parang, that's not me, that's not my reality. So I guess it mm-hmm. wasn't rape. I took that with me for years. I think the big break came when I decided to actually bring it the court but yeah the consent you know long road but the first step was to acknowledge that it even happened he's an uncle of a good friend so mm-hmm. ayun ang ang hirap ren ng pag tinanong ka did you say no parang uh no but that doesn't mean parang i didn't encourage it so yun yun rin yung mm-hmm. parang messed with my head na parang so I did say no the first time but parang it didn't do anything 
That's one. Mm-hmm. And parang, ayun nga, I was so scared of that power dynamic. So parang, eh, wala namang ginawa yung no way. Eh. So, next time it happens, it's going to happen anyway. Let's just let it happen as quickly as possible. That fear of like, if I move, he can hurt me. If I try to fight, he can hurt me. If I say something, and yun nga, no one talks about it, walang support systems, wala ka namang kilala, like, maybe it happened to other classmates, but no one ever talked about it, diba? Even if you had that same experience. So parang yun, sobrang hirap to unlearn, to realize, that, no, it's not your fault because you didn't say no. You didn't encourage it. You didn't want it. He should have known better because, hello, minor ka, and he was already mm-hmm. in his 30s. So, parang yun, yung first step talaga was acknowledging it. My husband now is my first serious long-term relationship after that. Kaya sobrang hirap. Parang ang daming issues na I didn't realize came from that experience. And then... Yeah. And, and I was able to tell my husband early on. And I think that's also why he was more sensitive. Although I realized, mabait lang talaga siyang tao. I don't understand what I did to deserve someone so kind. But yeah, it's, I think yung, our relationship was really the learning. Parang siya yung playground to like experiment mm-hmm. and learn. And, that and, you're safe. That I'm safe, and yun, yeah. as you mentioned, na when you're rejected once, you feel unworthy. Ako naman, parang, after that abuse, parang, who will want me? Diba? Yeah, parang, yeah. damaged goods. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was super open to it, and yun nga, super respectful. And dun ko talaga nakita yung difference. Na I think na culture shock ako, dun sa parang, oh my gosh, this is what a loving relationship with consent is supposed to feel like and of course that was a very uh, the abuse is a very traumatic experience but I think because of it parang ito talaga yung yes this is how it's supposed to be this is so wonderful right that it exists um, uh, pero mahabang process Mahaba. yan like years mm-hmm. very long and painful process mm-hmm. um and and you'd see it not just in your sexual relationships. I think even with people, uh, you're just mm-hmm. less trusting. And then it mm-hmm. turns out na yun nga after the whole Me Too movement, parang shit, and dami ko palang friends na madami experience the same thing. Madami. Parang ko alam lang natin sa nag usap usap na tayo before and we sh- we were saying. Pas na tayo, di ba? Nagrevolution na tayo. Nagchan na tayo. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully the next generation feels better safer. about talking to each other. Oh, oh safer in the mm-hmm. safety nets. Thank you for sharing that with me. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a wonderful story, which I resonated a lot, actually, because I also had my fair share. Di ba? Dami nga eh. <laughs> um, madami talaga na same. Uh, gruesome experiences. But um, like what you said, what's important was that you were able to find your way through it and you were able to find someone who will help you through it. And now you're in that relationship where you feel safe. There's hope to heal. There's hope to learn. There's also hope to unlearn, like what you're saying, and be 
Be okay with yourself. Be fair and be kind to yourself. Um, but I think what this experience taught me and what I tell my students. So in the last part, in Shavasana, when you're supposed to just be lying down and relaxing, I always say, take up as much space as you need. And this mm-hmm. practice of being on the mat and taking up as much space as you need to be comfortable is practice in real life so that when you're out there, you can demand the space that you need. It's not directly related to what you do in the bedroom, but I think it's in all aspects of life, as Pinoy women. We're so used to taking the least amount of space as possible. The least amount. Oh, yeah. I try to let my students, even if they're not there yet, off the mat, even if they're not able to take up that space yet, you have to know how it feels in your body. Oh, yes. If it's relaxation time, this is your safe space. Go. If you need to spread your legs to relax your hips do so mm-hmm. and no one is telling you that you should have your legs together in Shavasana. It starts there. You should know how it feels in your body. To be free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's so beautiful. It's really you telling people that you can take up space to be able to feel who you are and be able to do what you want to do. And when mm-hmm. you were talking, I was thinking, blame it on the the 300 plus years of uh, people telling us what to do. So it's a cultural unconscious. But yes, we can unlearn. And I, I think it's really time for us to move forward from that narrative and take up our own space and be able to tell people what we want, be able to tell people what we don't want, and to be able to make that choice. Right? And parang, mm. diba, in school, we're taught respect, pero parang hindi mm. siya napaka-one-sided so, ng respect. Na parang siya respect siya to people in authority. Respect siya respect to, to people seniors. who are older. Uh-oh. But not, parang, paano yung respect for myself? We're never taught to demand respect. It's true. And, uh, you know, it's good that you say that because Whenever I give out talks on sex ed and people ask me, parang, when should we teach children about sex, about education? I tell them, you know what? Sex is about respect. So you don't teach your child respect at grade nine. You teach them at one year old, two year old. They need to know how to respect their bodies, Mm-mm. to respect Mm-mm. others. Uh-oh. And yung simple na parang conditioning a child now when they say no that no will be respected but you have to teach them from the start otherwise they will end up experiencing what we've experienced and i don't want that so yeah do you have any words for our listeners parting words advice on how they can take up space and Uh-oh. practice consent yeah i think it really starts with yourself know how that respect and consent feels and I think it's if you can't find people who will help you exercise that do it for yourself when you're listen to your body when you're tired give yourself permission to relax if you don't start within yourself if you don't do it for yourself 
you won't be able to do it for others because mm-hmm. you won't be able to understand. Yeah. Kaya medyo mali yung ano, love others as you love yourself. Karang feeling ko. Love, <laughs> learn to love yourself so that you can love others like you love yourself. In the final episode of this season, Hallie and I talked about what consent looks like after experiencing sexual trauma. She was able to make sense of her experience by practicing consent in her profession and her personal life. For her, consent means to have agency over one's body. And as a yoga instructor, she asks her students for permission before she touches them. As a wife, she emphasized on the importance of communication in sex. As such, we touched on negotiation with one's partner in this episode. At sobrang importante nito, kaya makinig kayo. Just because he's a man, doesn't mean you no longer ask for his consent. Kung gusto mo, pero ayaw niya, hindi ibig sabihin nun that he no longer finds you attractive or that he's rejecting you. It just means na kung ikaw minsan ayaw mo, siya rin minsan ayaw niya. Quits lang, di ba? And before we end, let me repeat what's very close to my heart as I also went through this. To those who are hurting, please know that there's hope to heal. There's hope to learn being safe in someone else's arms. And there's hope to find fairness and kindness for yourself. And that was the sixth and final episode of Conservative Ako Season 2. Again, I'm Dr. Rika Cruz, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Trisha Aquino and edited by Nico Bolante. You can now binge Seasons 1 and 2 on Spotify or wherever you listen. Just search for Conservative Ako. And let's continue the conversation online. Tell me, what else do you want to know about sex and female pleasure that we can talk about in Season 3? Like Conservative Ako on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and join the Conservative Ako community on FB. Thank you for listening, and enjoy unleashing your inner sexy goddesses. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.